Hey everyone, welcome back to What's Next. I'm your host, Dr. Paige Perky. In today's episode, we will be discussing acupuncture with Dr. Helen Lee. Helen is not only a, an acupuncturist, but also a neurologist. So her perspective is quite interesting and comprehensive in that it infuses both an Eastern and Western approach to this understanding of acupuncture and also how the body works. But I'll let her explain. So don't move a muscle because the interview on acupuncture with Dr. Helen Lee starts right now. First of all, thank you so much, Dr. Helen, for agreeing to be on What's Next. We are so excited to learn about acupuncture and everything you can to um, introduce us to this topic of acupuncture. So thank you and welcome. Thank you, Paige. Well, let's just go ahead and dive right in because I know you just gave birth to a beautiful baby and I don't want to take your time. So we will just jump thank right you. into the interview. Congratulations again on that. Too. Sure. Thank you so much. <laughs> so could you define acupuncture for us? Like its background, its history. Could you describe it for us? Just give us the lay of the land. Sure. So acupuncture... Traditionally speaking, or I guess historically speaking, uh, originated from China. And the earliest source of, of, of it um, probably dates back to anywhere between 2,500 to 5,000 years. It's, it's, it's a pretty good range, but what we do know is a, it's an ancient practice that's been around for a long, long time. So it's certainly tried and true, and it's passed down more from a kind of a trial and error empirical type of approach to really distill the wisdom that we have today that is acupuncture. And a lot of people, when they think of acupuncture, they think, oh, needles. And, and in a way, that, 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 that's correct. Acu means um, uh, point and uh, puncture, obviously. So it's, it's the insertion of needles. But the interesting thing is it's not just needles. That's where a lot of people, you know, think, well, uh, if you know, I'm afraid of needles. I don't want to try acupuncture. Mm-hmm. But in fact, what's more important is that um, there are acupuncture points that are scattered throughout the body, and these are points that we are uh, naturally, you know, it's, it's part of who we are. It's part of our complex biological system that is present when we're born. I I like to explain it in a way that. You know, acupuncture tr- really is part of our natural human body's response to try to regulate and balance itself. So acupuncture, in, a, in short, is a self-regulatory physiological way for the body to help itself function mm-hmm. optimally. Mm-hmm. And traditionally, it's the use of needles, but there are other techniques such as massage, uh, which is referred to as acupressure, where you're actually rubbing on specific acupuncture points to alleviate specific ailments, such as headache or low back pain. And there's also cupping and uh, moxibustion, which is uh, like a heating technique that heat is gently placed near acupuncture point. So there's different ways to stimulate these acupuncture points that's basically you know, acupuncture, what acupuncture is about. So could you describe for us how the process of acupuncture, how it engenders all of these different benefits 
and we can discuss what those benefits are as well, but can you describe the process from both an Eastern and Western philosophical understanding? Sure. So it's really describing the body as the body, right? And mm-hmm. it's just a different perspective or different understanding of, of, of how it works and how it functions and how do we, you know, heal and get better. So from a, you know, well, start with a Western perspective, right? It's, 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 a, it's a different approach. It's looking at the body more, more, more fine tuning. It's, it's looking from kind of uh, kind of a narrow, uh, narrow view, trying to find the source of the problem. Almost kind of like a, you know, if you were to take your car in to the to mechanic, and that I mean that's a kind of a gross <laughs> underestimation of the body. But you know, for simplicity, for analogy's sake. It's like taking your car in to the mechanic getting it fixed. You're trying to look find, find the source of the problem, you fix it, and then, you know, you should you should be fine, right? Mm-hmm. So that's in general a lot of the idea with Western medicine is that okay, well let's try to find, you know, a lab, an abnormal lab or abnormal image or something to support, okay, well, is, is it a bacteria, is it a virus, is it, you know, well, well, is it like a more of an organ problem, there, there's dysfunction of that organ, it's trying to find that source, that's, and try to fix it, mm-hmm. whereas in Chinese medicine, which acupuncture is a part of, or in a, in a broader sense, Eastern medicine in general, it's looking more holistically, it's looking at the body as a whole, and say, well, let's not, let's not, you know, pull pull the body apart into different parts let's just look at things on a whole and see how things are working and you know in eastern medicine there's the concept of chi which is energy flow so the idea behind that really is well how is the body communicating and functioning uh within itself such that you know can we identify an area that's not where the energy is not flowing properly, where there's improper communication causing dysfunction, causing illness, and causing whatever symptoms the patient may manifest. And so that's a pretty much a, a broad sense of explaining the two differences behind Eastern and Western medicine. One is more of a top to, to bottom, top-down kind of approach. The other one is the opposite. It's it's looking at the big picture as a whole. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And so the needles themselves, are those, those are believed to open up those channels to allow the energy or the chi to flow. Is that correct? That's correct. But I personally don't like to dwell too much into the um, I feel like one of the problems with people understanding and acknowledging Eastern medicine, its validity, mm-hmm. is there's a lot of um, uh, kind of terminology that seems almost mystical. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, gee, ooh, you know, a flow of energy. And, you know, you can't really see it. You can't really feel it. And you're just like, oh, what is this? And so I like to think of it, and I, I think it's it helps to speak on kind of um, – uh, similar terms and 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 to, to to try to understand how acupuncture works so yes they're in traditional texts they they talk about energy flow they talk about things like harmony balance they talk about uh, yin and yang and uh, but 
what I encourage my patients and whenever I'm explaining acupuncture to others is to understand that it's still the same human body we're talking about. It's the same biological, physiological functioning that we're talking about. It's just different terms to try to understand how these processes work. So in answering your question, I think, you know, the flow of, like like you said, the flow of energy, like inserting needles to, you know, to, 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 to control that. I think it's, in, 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 other, in other words, I would encourage people to, to, to understand that the flow of energy really, what that means is a communication of mm-hmm. the body within itself. So how does the body communicate with itself? Well, we know this from science, right, from, from, from biology. There's hormone, the endocrine system, right, and then there's like the, the nervous system. Uh, connective tissue where you know the, the the bones and the fascia how they are able to kind of hold the body together and they mutually communicate in order for us to move for us to breathe for us to do what we do right? and of course the brain it's a very very complicated network of, of of communication basically brain cells communicating with each other communicating with the rest of the body so all of that communication is really flow of energy and I would, I, I think that if you think along those terms, it makes sense. It's not Eastern versus Western. It's, well, this is how the body is. And how do we, you know, best understand it integrate, integratively? Right. No, I, t- I definitely agree with you. Integration, I think, is provides a more rich understanding. And I like that you pointed out how there's different words that are used but they they have the same meaning they're, or they're just different ways of expressing how this process works you know right it, it's fascinating to me and, and i appreciate that you brought that up so thank you oh you're welcome so how can acupuncture be used to enhance mind body health in general like how specifically really because of the purpose of this podcast how can acupuncture support problem solving abilities that's that's a that's a good question i'm glad you brought that up and 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 that's a lot of time um you know patients that they're like well how does how would acupuncture help me that's all great you know energy flow communication but like Mm -hmm. what does that mean for me right well the 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 interest interesting thing about this is that we don't really need to do much it's all Again, it's, 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 it's something that's innate that our body is able to do without us thinking about it. Mm-hmm. For example, when we get, you know, when we get a scratch, right, or if we injure ourselves, we don't have to think about healing. Our body naturally is capable of doing what it's supposed to do on its own, given the right circumstances. But the problem is, like any great system or complicated system, mm-hmm. as we get older, Right, things things don't tend to, you know, get better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I guess it's Murphy's law, right? Mm-hmm. Things things tend to, you know, get sluggish. Metabolism slows, uh, wear and tear. And then we have injuries accumulated along the way. So our body, our our perfect system, starts to kind of, you know, get get a little uh, rusty, and you know, needs a little extra help and reminder of what what what, what it needs to do. And I think acupuncture is just a way of resetting our system to remind our body to function 
the way it's supposed to again. So it's, it's, it's a good way of thinking of how acupuncture work is it's, it's a reset mechanism to help restart your system to allow it to do what it's supposed to do. And that's the beauty of acupuncture. It's, it's, it's a completely natural way. We're not, there's nothing pharmacological about it. We're not using any medications or, or pain medicines. It's a completely natural response to help jumpstart or restart our own system, depending on you know what ailments and what, what, what the problem is. There's specific points or combination of points that can best address the problem. So does that, does that uh, answer your question? Yeah, no, it definitely does. It, it sounds like this principle of alignment, it, go, it goes back to what, you know, like all these pieces of the puzzle are coming into, in, into alignment with one another, or like you were referring to it earlier, we are self regulating right? right and so all the pieces have to be opt- optimally functioning and they also have to be co- coordinating and communicating with one another Absolutely. and that's Absolutely. where yeah acupuncture definitely and, supports us yes and w- another key idea is also respecting the body mm. and supporting it the best we can so i think you know as, as human beings we we oftentimes, you know, get a, he- a little ahead of ourselves, right? We, we, yeah. we, we maybe overindulge, uh, don't eat the best diet that's good for our body, mm-hmm. um, don't treat our bodies the, the best in terms of taking care of it, resting, exposing our bodies to you know, emotional or external stress. And all these things are going to take a toll on how our body is going to function. And so that's a that's a key part, you know, yes, we can reset the body all we want with acupuncture, but another important aspect of healing is respecting and supporting the body nutritionally, emotionally, physically, and including sleep. These these are all I think fundamentals that needs to be covered if you really truly want to heal and recover absolutely and i would argue psychologically too you know becoming aware right becoming aware of what are those blocks those psychological blocks that are preventing you from or that you're you know the story that you're telling yourself (laughs) that it's preventing you from getting into alignment Mm -hmm. absolutely right yes interesting so awesome okay moving on (laughs) so how would you best respond to someone's resistance to acupuncture Mm. Well, I think I think a lot of times the resistance stems from stems from not understanding, and that brings me to why I like to avoid term terminology that may 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 make Eastern medicine or acupuncture sound mystical, right. <laughs> or even magical, you know, because it's not. It, 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 and there's there's actually a lot of good scientific research that has been going on over the past several decades looking into the mechanism and the efficacy of acupuncture and there's good data out there to support that it absolutely works so if you if if one is to be open-minded and look at the research Mm -hmm. i mean there's no mistake i mean it, it it works the problem that people may have is maybe misunderstanding say oh well gee you know what is that and Mm -hmm. (laughs) that, that that just sounds know doesn't sound scientific at all at all but then if you if you 
try to avoid thinking that way and also under uh, and, and just looking at the, uh, the at the research that has been done it's it's very simple acupuncture works we may not understand fully how it works now that that's a topic of, 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 of debate sometimes because we're like well you know why does inserting this combination of point makes my shoulder pain go away mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the shoulder pain is gone right mm-hmm. so it works but then how does it work that is still an active area of, of, of uh, kind of research and understanding so that's that's what I would encourage, uh, I guess, skeptics to look at the data and and, and keep it and keep it scientific. And I, I think absolutely there's there's that that's why I, I think integrative medicine is so important is that you can blend the two, right? And you you get the best of both worlds. You get the kind of the more objective way of of, of looking at what is factual, what is actually you know going on but also incorporating the, um, the empirical uh, knowledge part of acupuncture, which is, you know, you can't, you can't really beat two, 3,000 years worth of data and trial and error, and that's distilled into what we practice as acupuncture in traditional Chinese medicine today. I mean, there's, you can't beat that with, you know, the few hundred years of, 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 of what uh, Western medicine is so I think it's there I don't think they're mutually exclusive if anything it just helps to integrate both knowledges and try to be able to better our understanding and uh, of how our body works and how to heal and also prevent disease it's it's really interesting because you brought up a point about how this idea of energy may turn people off because it doesn't sound scientific but when you think about the hard sciences like you think of, inter- in- I mean, that is science, right? Energy equals MC squared, Albert Einstein, right? right. And, and it's like, just because we don't have the scientific tools to assess this thing called chi, doesn't mean necessarily that this chi does not exist. I would argue just because we, you know, just because we can't assess it doesn't mean it isn't real. But I hear Absolutely. what you're saying. Some people may not feel comfortable with with that understanding. And so maybe... I mean, and, and that's not to debunk. I mean, there's definitely okay, obviously, definitely value to the Western medical model and those approaches of to course. the body, right? Of, of course. course. Um, I mean, if I have a stroke, please give me. Right, you know, right. Like, like that is the purpose of Western medicine. <laughs> like that is Absolutely. why. Y'all, yeah, because you're a, you're both. So you have obviously an, a, an Eastern approach to it, right? Acupuncture, right. but you are a a neurologist, correct? That's correct. See, right, right. I love that. I love that integrated <laughs> approach to healing. Love it. Okay. So question, what are some of the research-based, and we can go into experiential, like our personal, yes, the research might not say it's there, but I'm right. willing to go there if, if you are, because I'm sure you hear things that your clients tell you or your patients all the time yeah. that may not be in the literature. You know what I mean? All right, right. So, um, so could you tell me some of the, what are some of the research-based benefits? Well, not surprisingly, it's quite uh, diverse because we're talking about you know, the, the the entire body, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the acupuncture can have such a widespread and systemic response. And so the research is vast, 
And mm. for me, I, I just because my, my specialty in, in, in neurological sciences, my area of interest is more emphasized um, with the brain and the, the nervous system. So I can tell you that there's you know with what I've me personally, I've, I've actually have participated in research in, uh, in acupuncture, looking at uh, kind of the basic science and clinical uh, research pertaining to, to the topic. And it's, it's very interesting. And they're able to just kind of make it easy to understand. Um, there's innate pain killers in our nervous system that helps us modulate pain. And so with acupuncture, or the specific type of research I, I did was looking into how acupuncture treating standard points just for the sake of you know sake of the study you 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 can't you have to control you have to have a control you know and and also looking at specific you can't mix and match points which is actually more in reality of how we practice acupuncture and that's another point that I can I can touch based on that as to why I think there is a discrepancy between why you know people have different experiences in terms of efficacy mm-hmm. um, because I think the combination and the and the of, of acupuncture points and tailoring it to the patient is key to the efficacy of acupuncture but for the mm-hmm. sake of experimentation and studies you have to be you know standard so, or standardized right so, so standard points and its effect on the brain and the nervous system, and it's measurable. And then it's it's, it's very fascinating. They can you can actually look uh, at uh, fMRI, which is functional uh, magnetic res, um, resonance imaging, where it's looking at how the brain is is is, is functioning in, in in real time, and how acupuncture can affect specific parts of the brain that controls pain and emotion and even like mood uh, psychological effects of how acupuncture can cause specific response on patterns in 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 the brain that's being imaged as well as looking at the in the spinal fluid you can actually test different concentration of the neurotransmitters or the chemicals the natural brain chemicals that elicits and modulates the, the pain response, you can actually measure the effects of that and that different acupuncture points can actually cause a release of these natural painkillers in the brain to modulate pain. So it's very, very fascinating that you know, there, there definitely is a physiological response that is measurable when you perform acupuncture on a person. And so I, th- I think that's 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 just a glimpse of at least from the neuro standpoint of how acupuncture can affect uh, uh, pain, uh, the pain experience, how to alleviate pain, and also how it affects the brain. Interesting. And so I'm trying to remember exactly what the question was that you said earlier, but it, I want yes, I did uh, want you to go into about, it. It's about about the how different. I, I, th- I think that's a topic of contention too is how people say well acupuncture doesn't work because this study didn't show that it it, it helped for whatever condition but my argument is that 
you can't uh, to get the best results mm-hmm. out of acupuncture you have to individualize it to the person right because that's the whole point of the treatment of being holistic right <laughs> right it's a holistic approach people <laughs> yeah so so you can't you can't use the tools that are traditionally used in scientific research and try to apply to acupuncture and if it de- and if it doesn't fit then claim that it didn't work right. <laughs> because that's not fair right and, right right and and so i think that that that's part of the kind of the debate and the conundrum too of why people say well they're well at, well the study didn't show that you know acupuncture worked well for so and so condition but then if you look at it you're, and, and, and oftentimes I look at the points that's being treated they're one they're standardized and two uh, which means that if it's just a fixed fixed point then everybody got those same points right no right. there was no differentiation there's no uh, individualization of the treatment to, to, to the patient so that's one and two I look at the points and I'm like well those points traditionally is not what I would use right. if, if a patient were to come in with with this specific ailment I would not use those points I there there's actually you know in my opinion better points or combination of points so a part of uh, acupuncture it's an art right the art of acupuncture it's, it's a practice mm-hmm. so it, it, it it's what um um the skill and the experience and knowledge of the practitioner is important as well. It's not just anybody can, you know, go through a, a acupuncture book and say, well, okay, I'm just going to use this, this, <laughs> this point. And right? Magical results. It, it doesn't work that way. And so, which, which, which uh, I also like to point out that, you know, in, in my case, you know, I worked with my sister, Dr. Amy Lee, and she's also a neurologist uh, like myself. And together, we, we, we practice more of an integrative approach. But our background is unique because we are both fourth-generation practitioners of acupuncture. And I think that is very helpful. And we're very lucky and blessed to, 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 to be in that situation because a lot of what acupuncture is is also, um, like I said, empirical, in, empirical practice. So it's, it's knowing the best combination, tried and true points for certain conditions that renders the best results. And so, yes, um, Dr. Amy and I both went through the uh, certification to, for, for training of acupuncture and, and, and learning about his practice, but really what, 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 what we truly makes us distinct is our, our kind of family background and, and, and having that knowledge, that pearls of uh, clinical wisdom passed down and, and and that's why we're able to be helpful to our patients and offering what we know are tried and true points for treating um, various conditions. And I can definitely corroborate that because I went in and Dr. Amy actually worked on me and I I started noticing so I'm a I'm a yoga teacher and I'm also a student and I uh, I noticed there was my shoulder wasn't feel it was feeling out of alignment right we keep talking about it being in alignment self-organizing it just didn't feel right and so I came in and literally she pricked a cup and pricked me in a couple places and I used to be terrified of needles mind you but I they it was not a big deal at all and I felt so much better I could move it was like my yoga practice improved. I, I really appreciated it. It definitely, y'all are wonderful. And I, I appreciate oh, you sharing thanks. the 
it's like an apprenticeship, really. You know, you basically yeah. have that advantage. And yeah. I think that that, um, I literally thought about that this morning when I was meditating about the importance <laughs> of apprenticeships yeah. for learning. Yeah. I think that it really does enhance the quality of your education, you know? Sure. Um, sure. I, I, I love that. And, and definitely, I think it speaks volume of your work. And like I said, my personal experience definitely is in alignment with that. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I love y'all. That experience, that's the one, and and a lot of times that that's what I, you had alluded to. You know what how, what what I say to skeptics, and a lot of times I'll you just have to try it. Yeah. You know you, you can you can ponder all you want and and be skeptical all you want, but until you try it, you know a lot of times we. We, we have patients come in and they were like, to be honest, doc, I wasn't really expecting much, but oh my gosh, was I wrong? So you have to experience it for yourself when, and then to see. Yeah. So, okay. I have an interesting question. How would you scientifically explain how people like how people experience chi in the body. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? Like, how would you explain that from a Western approach? Because I have only recently begun to experience, like, energy. I don't know how what else to call it, but it's a different state of feeling and being in my body, if that makes any sense. Sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, could you explain and, and that? And a lot of times, yeah, yeah, sure. A lot of times acupuncture, it's... it's just like how it's individualized and tailored, it, it, it's a it's a personal experience as well. Not I wouldn't say there's a like a one size fit all right. type of uh, type of um, sensation. But in general, I mean, again, it's it's this the same body that we, we know and 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 recognize in, in in Western medicine. It's the same body that we're treating in, in Eastern medicine, right? So there, there's we still have our our, our like I mentioned earlier, our nervous system, right, that, that transmits the, 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 the reaction to the acupuncture, and then, you know, our, our, um, our brain, our spinal cord and brain, how we interpret it, but also the muscular system and the connective tissue, which is the covering, the, 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 the fascia, which is the covering of the muscle, they also have a communication pathway, too, to, to help us, and that's why, you know, a lot of times you if you heard of bird pain, it's like over your neck and shoulder, your muscle pain, it can travel to a different location. It's, it's complicated, basically, what mm-hmm. how our how our body kind of works. Um, but with acupuncture, it can the, the the effects of that energy or that effects of that that that, that feeling of um, there's a term in, in in Chinese medicine. It's it's called the the, the acceptance of energy hmm. and that feeling is what we oftentimes look for to identify the point if it's the correct point and it's it's easy it's just you you kind of pr- apply a firm pressure around the anatomical area that you know is delineated in textbooks or atlases about where the point should be and if you just kind of go around that area and just kind of pr- apply firm pressure you'll feel that it's there's point that's more sensitive and commonly is described as a like a deep sore uh, almost like a bruised feeling mm-hmm. that with firm pressure it's it's definitely different than just pressing on any random point on the body and so that feeling is what we want to elicit when we 
press on the point, and then even when we gently tap in the in, in the needle, you get that same kind of sore. Uh, it's, it's not pain. It, it, it's just a unique feeling of uh, it's, it's a little different. Like discomfort. Uh, I, I would say pressure. It's, it's more pressure. Sometimes you feel feel like a little tingling, or like even a, a kind of a traveling type of mm-hmm. pain, especially when that that connection, that 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 uh, energy is, is is being acquired. You, you feel a, a different sensation. I'll, I'll, I'll just put it that way. Sometimes it can be sore. It, it, I would say sure. At, at, at times, it even um, maybe a little uncomfortable but it's short lasting maybe just for a few seconds and and then the, and, and the discomfort goes away but uh, it, it's interesting sensation that you know anybody who's done acupuncture can can probably tell you and then uh, an interesting fact with this sensation is that the stronger the feeling a lot of times the more it, there, there's a correlation between the severity of, of, of the condition so, for example, let's say if you have, you know, a headache, and there are certain points that we treat for headaches, if I, I would expect those points to be more tender um, than any other random points. Um, so it's like your body's giving you clues or signs or feedback as to are you on the right track with the, finding the right acupuncture points. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I wonder if, do you believe that acupuncture could be used for trauma? And the reason I say that is because, you know, there's, you know, more and more support for the mind-body connection, obviously. And this idea about how the issues are in the tissues, and that includes, like, our traumas. And, you know, I just think, too, about there's that study that was published about how our trauma is embedded and carried through our DNA from prior generations. And I just wonder if... The, is there any research on that? Is there? Do you think there's the potential for acupuncture to be used for psychological healing or emotional healing? Do you think that that's one of the benefits of acupuncture? That's a very interesting question, Paige. I mean, that's that's certainly something that that is is worth further investigating. And I'm not personally familiar with any uh, any research specifically dealing with this topic, but. I can tell you that I, I do treat a lot of patients who comes in uh, for stress management or anxiety, depression, insomnia. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, the underlying etiology or cause is because of trauma or, 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 or psychological stress. And I, I'll tell you, acupuncture is very good at, at, at calming the stress, calming anxiety. And in fact, that's one of the even if you, even if you don't have, I mean, I guess it's hard to know. <laughs> in this day and age, everybody has some type of stress. But right. usually, the first thing that patients notice is a sense of relaxation, a sense of just being able to breathe and being able to relax, which is to some patients very surprising because that it's hard for them to feel that way. And but acupuncture, even if I don't intentionally treat for that as a as almost as a you can say byproduct or side effect of acupuncture is calming so if you were to ask the patient after just a regular session even if i were to say treat for headache or treat for the back pain a lot of times patient i ask them how do you feel they're like i feel so relaxed you know mm-hmm. i feel so calm 
And so I think acupuncture in in itself, in order for its... So the way acupuncture works and self-regulates the body and brings about harmony and balance is in and of itself good for helping to combat stress and any type of um, psychological trauma that is going on within your system. I think trauma is something that is very subjective and it's a a spectrum, right? So there's, there's, it could be severe, the more severe the trauma, the more, I think, imbalance it causes and stress it causes on the body. And so when you do acupuncture, acupuncture helps bring about harmony, right? Helps bring about balance. And so when you're getting acupuncture, it naturally combats that imbalance that's being caused by the trauma. And I think that's why people feel so relaxed and so so uh, kind of grounded is what a lot of my patients tell me mm-hmm. or describe the sensation. So I don't know. I mean, I think there there would there there will definitely need to be more research on this topic to, to see because. Another important point is that acupuncture, it's it's not a one-time fix, meaning right. it's it's a lot like you know you practice yoga, um it's it's a it's a discipline, it's a it's a practice, it's a, that that requires well practice. You you have to you have to do it enough so that your body can learn the the, the effects and learn how to maintain the effects of the acupuncture. Uh, much like you know, if you were to go on a diet or on a fitness regimen or program, um, you have to go through a course of it. So same thing with acupuncture, and uh, regardless of the condition that I treat, be it emotional or psychological, it's the same thing. You have to give it a course of treatment for the body to gradually heal and for it to respond. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I totally agree. I think someone should do a study on this. Um, I think it's incredibly important. And what you said about grounded, like people, I, I definitely felt that way. And, you know, this idea about trauma is that you escape your body. So you feel disembodied. You feel ungrounded. And so it just, see, it's like these descriptors are there. But, man, I really hope someone does a study on this because, that I mean, it could be really helpful in healing you know no undoubtedly the trauma that covid and just being a human being right that we we experience it's a byproduct of it's the risk of being human i guess you know right (laughs) but okay so i i digress uh but oh yeah and and even more so we were talking earlier we had to pause for a minute but it's well now i'm even questioning that you know i called acupuncture a bottom up but and yoga is a bottom up and top down, but they both seem to have this ability to heal trauma. And, it, and it's interesting because they're both traditionally an Eastern approach to right. to this, which just it's just interesting to me. But so people can actually reap all of these benefits and potential benefits that we've discussed. How would you? Or what are some tips for the new patient, new client, when they come into your office or any acupuncturist around the world? How would you tell them how to best prepare so they can reap the most benefits from their session? I would say keep an open mind. (laughs) Because 
like I said, acupuncture, uh, it's very subjective Mm -hmm. in terms of the patient's experience, right? So, uh, it, and the, the results of it is, I, I mean, I would say people coming in with an open mind will be more accepting of, of the, and be able to tell the difference between the before and after uh, of the session. And also sometimes it may not happen uh, immediately too, in terms of the, in terms of the results. So it just depends because again, it's, it's tailored towards the individual. So depending on the severity of your condition, what kind of condition you have, how long you've had it, the condition of your personal health, if you have other uh, what we call comorbidities or or health issues that could be complicating things or prevent healing, uh, there's just a lot of factors at play. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't keep an open mind, then you may not be able to accept you know, and, 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 and fully be able to uh, experience the, the the, the, the acupuncture and, and and like I alluded to earlier, it's not just the single session. It's it's usually a course of acupuncture. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another thing that I would encourage new patients to be aware of is that if you're just looking for a quick fix, then acupuncture is not for you. Mm-hmm. You may be able to experience a, a difference after just one session, but if you don't continue to to come back and 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 and, and another important uh, piece is that you have to do it regularly. You can't just do it haphazardly, you know, once in a while. Just like, you know, I always tell my new patients, it's like you can't expect to get a six pack uh, going to the gym just, you know, once a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't work that way. You know, you have to, you have to, you have to be able to be able to accept that it's going to take some time, and that depending on your condition, that 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 may that may be variable. Right. And it definitely has, you know, it's a holistic approach. So other factors like you, I think you may have mentioned like diet, you know, water consumption, deep breathing helps me. Yeah. Seed stress levels. Exactly. Right. (laughs) All these other factors definitely support, I would argue the, the results that are produced. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So I think coming in with an open mind and then also knowing that you know being being amenable to change right so if, if there is something that is you're not eating the way you should be or you should be exercising more you should be sleeping better so being open-minded to change is also going to be reflective of how successful acupuncture will be for you yes i, I completely i completely agree being able to adapt it's just an important skill set in life you know <laughs> absolutely it really is um we can all we can all approve on that right you know that's actually the meaning of i teach at the university and that's actually the meaning of intelligence is the ability to adapt isn't that interesting i, I could i could see it right i would say that that uh, the practice of acupuncture would be would be uh would embody that concept very yeah well. it's like embodied intelligence i love it right. yes right coin it no okay <laughs> anyway i'm being so okay I'm being silly all right so what are some other tips that you can provide to help a client just prepare for the session like what should they wear anything else like that oh 
oh, that, that, that's easy. Just comfortable clothes, loose fitting clothing. I, I wouldn't wear, you know, light, light moisturizer. That's fine. But, you know, no heavy uh, lotions or makeup because, you know, we are, you know, probably going to be puncturing, you know, the skin with a small, tiny needle. So you don't want to, you know, have heavy, you know, creams or lotions on, on the body. And that, that's pretty much it. Uh, acupuncture, for the most part, is a, it's, it's a whole body treatment. So, and we provide drapes to properly, you know, keep you keep patients or clients modest. So, it, it's 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 really fine. It's that, as long as you're wearing something comfortable, and that 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 that's really. And then just keep an open mind, like I said before. And, it's supposed to be a relaxing and calming, pleasant experience. I, I would argue that it is. I would agree. <laughs> I had Mine was very enjoyable. Absolutely. I meditated during mine, and it did. It just made the experience even, even better. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, meditation is good for stress levels, too, so double, yes. double win. <laughs> double, double, yes. <laughs> double treatment. So do you have any funny or memorable stories related to acupuncture that you'd like to share? I, I, I'll share this tidbit. It's a, it's a kind of a personal uh, meaning. I, I, I guess I guess my mom would be the patient. So I, my mom, when she was pregnant with me, apparently I was in breach position. Mm. And then my grandfather, you know, was, was, was there, you know, and there were my family they were just anticipating my arrival anytime but then they were having a hard time putting me in the right uh, first position and so finally I guess the story goes that the doctors tried all they could and finally my grandfather's like would well, you mind if I if I try with, with my acupuncture and, and and he did and then I I I was born shortly thereafter so apparently you know the the place that he treated on uh, my mom, it worked, and and and, and that that's just goes to show that acupuncture can truly help with, with with anything that's physiological in the body, including I guess childbirth. So <laughs> that's um, awesome. I'm so glad you shared that story. That is so cool. Thank you. Uh, and that's what. And and sometimes even even though Dr. Amy and I were not. We're, we're, by, we're not by any means OBs um, right. <laughs> and do delivery, but we do occasionally see the patient that, that they want to be induced, and there's actually acupuncture points that can help with induction of, of labor, and so that, that, that just, again, goes to show that acupuncture is very far-reaching in its effects on the body, and yeah. it, it truly does work. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So do you think there's, is there anything else that you think I'm missing that we should have discussed that would be helpful helpful for the listener to prepare them for just the whole process of acupuncture? So I think just based off of all, all that we talked about, uh, I think acupuncture is, is, is just a great tool to that has been tried and true, passed down over thousands of years. And it's, and it's completely natural, I and mean, that's the beauty of it, is that there's, you don't have much, you don't have anything to lose, really, with trying it. And it may be very helpful for whatever condition the, the client or the patient comes in uh, for. And it's not uncommon that, you know, we get the patient that's tried everything, and they, they, just, they just 
cannot find the help that they need, and then they come to acupuncture as a last resort. And there were, and of course, they respond beautifully. And they were like, "How come <laughs> I didn't try this sooner?" And then, and, and, and we get that a lot. And I, I just hope that with with what we've discussed, it helps people to just be more mindful too that you are, you can control your own health, and you can you can help your body be healthier. And, and there are these tried and true techniques such as acupuncture or, as you know, yoga and meditation that can that can really offer this health, the self-help that you can give to your own body that is free from pharmaceutical or pharmacological agents, especially nowadays with, with, with so much going on. Anything that we can use to boost our boost our mood to improve our health both physically and psychologically i think it's it's definitely worth the 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 investment and the time beautifully said really I, i couldn't have said it better thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and for your dialogue i seriously i had such a great time interviewing thank you so much seriously for you're very welcome thank you for interviewing me And that concludes today's episode on acupuncture with Dr. Helen Lee. I hope you all learned and benefited as much as I did. And at the very least, I hope that you are open to the idea of acupuncture as a possibility, as another tool in your tool belt for self-healing, for your mind and body health. To learn more, I recommend visiting their website, Dr. Lee, so D-R-L-Y dot net. And check out their information. I would review it in its entirety before making your decision. And one aspect of the page I will direct you to is their team. I think their team definitely speaks volumes of the quality of care and results that they not only provide, but you will receive. For instance, this is just how I think. So their father, you know, they come from their fourth generation and their father is part of that, of their practice. And he adopts a a more of a purist approach. So a purely acupuncturist approach. Whereas, as you heard today, Dr. Helen and her sister Amy infuse neurological understandings. So a Western approach to this Eastern understanding and practice of acupuncture. And they also have other personnel from other schools of thought. For instance, they have a PhD who, so someone who has their doctorate in philosophy is someone who is very much in tune with individual differences and understanding our individual body philosophies, constitutions, and theories about how the body works. And so when you infuse all of these different knowledges or, or knowledge banks and, and, and infuse them into one, I think, I mean... I think that's a powerhouse, right? (laughs) But again, that's not to say that there aren't other great acupuncturists out there. There are, and I highly recommend checking them out. But again, if you're in the Memphis area or anywhere throughout the Tennessee or Alabama area, I highly recommend checking out their website because they have set up clinics across these areas. Now, before we go, I wanted to make one final announcement 
which is that I will be releasing a follow-up episode later this week. And in that episode, I will include additional resources, other means to receive this type of treatment in the circumstances that, let's say, you can't financially afford it. So I'll provide resources or more information on how to go about navigating that, number one. Number two, we discussed today this idea of top-down, bottom-up tools and processes. And and if any of that to you was kind of like, huh? (laughs) Please feel free to come back and listen to this upcoming episode because in that episode, I will explain exactly what was meant. Because I think it's important that we all share a similar understanding because understanding one another is important in our decision-making process, right? And so again, I highly recommend listening and checking that out later this week. And last but not least, the final piece of information that I will include in that episode is more information on how to improve and support the benefits that can be experienced through acupuncture. And I will explain all of this in that episode. So until then, please be kind to yourself and each other. And I look forward to seeing you next time on... What's next?